Hey everybody and welcome back to the newest edition of the Swoop Radio Station here. It's your boy Josh Sanchez and wow what a wild week it's been in the NFL. And for all my football fans I know it's been a while. I know with the virus outbreak and what's going on everyone's at home everyone's not really doing anything. So it's time for Swoop Radio to give you guys some entertainment. So starting next week, I'm probably going to do at least one or two podcasts a week for you guys. And I'm going to give from everything to countdown shows to draft profiles, uh, everything you guys want to hear. Swoop Radio is going to give you guys content. And I'm also going to see if I can get some interviews of athletes. If you guys are an athlete or a player that would like to be interested for an interview, you can email me at the Sanchise. T-H-E-S-A-N-C-H-I-Z-E-515 at gmail.com or message me at swoopradio underscore on Instagram and Twitter. And who knows, maybe you guys will come on. But for today's podcast, it's going to be a very long one, guys, so bear with me. I'm going to get into some Eagles draft picks who they should consider, and I'm also going to get into a seventh round mock draft for you guys and then also get it. I'm also going to talk about the NFL free agency because I have a bone to pick with a lot of people, especially on the Texans. Because for those for those who do not know me, do not know me that much, I am a big Deshaun Watson fan. I always have been since his days in Clemson. I I've I have a Deshaun Watson Clemson jersey in in my closet. Like I'm a big Watson fan, and what Bill O'Brien did to him was dirty. Um, you get rid of his best option, but I'll get into that later on this podcast. So I have a lot in store to tell you guys for today. I have a lot of, it's going to be mostly football. Uh, I'll eventually get into some baseball and other sports, but for today's podcast, it is strictly football. So football fans be ready because it's time for swoop radio with Josh Sanchez. Just again, before we get started again, like and hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, every every podcasting platform, and, and give me a review as well. The reviews would be great. It's great for the podcast, and also I can learn from them and also grow from them. So, we're going to start with some positives today. We're going to start with the Philadelphia Eagles getting Darius Slay. Uh, from the Detroit Lions, the Eagles traded a third and fifth round pick for one of the best corners in the game and one of the most underappreciative corners of the game. Playing in Detroit, Darius Slay does not really get a lot of love, but he has had 19 career interceptions this year. And to put it in perspective, Byron Jones, uh, the corner for the Dallas Cowboys, only had two, and he signed with the Miami Dolphins. For a record-breaking deal, I know Darius Slay is now officially the highest-paid corner in the game. He signed a three-year, $50 million contract with the Philadelphia Eagles. And before that deal, as an Eagles fan and as a sports reporter, I hated what the Eagles were doing. Howie Roseman was not doing anything. I know the Eagles, they signed a good defensive lineman from the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's good. You always need to add line depth. That's a given. But... They had no receivers. They lost Malcolm Jenkins because he signed a four-year, $32 million deal with the New Orleans Saints. So I'm looking at him like, who is going to be in the Eagles secondary next year? Like, who is it? 
and you need to address one of these needs before the NFL draft starts. And I really, I, now that the Eagles got Darius Slay, I'm very happy that the Eagles at least have that one shutdown corner on one side. Jalen Mills signed a one-year contract with the Eagles, so he's going to be moved to safety. I also know Roddy McLeod resigned with the Eagles, so it's going to be McLeod and Mills at the safety spots. And then you have Slay on one side and pray for Douglas and the other guys to really step up. Douglas, Sidney Jones, um, uh, Maddox, all those guys, they have to step up on the other side of the ball. But the Eagles, they still need for my, and this will get to my mock draft eventually. And again, I'm not going to give you guys one player for each round. I'm going to give you guys a selected group of players for each round. But that'll be later. And I'm going to go position-wise where the Eagles should go as well. So it's going to be very fun on this next topic. But now that the Eagles addressed, they addressed the secondary. They at least, they got a guy in Darius Slade that is a ball hawk. He can, he can, he has a nose for the football. Unlike Byron Jones for the Miami Dolphins, that only has, again, two career interceptions. Darius Slay always has, has a nose for the football, and he held Amari Cooper to zero catches this year and really has his number. So when the Eagles take on the Cowboys, you know who's going to be on Amari Cooper all day, every day? That's going to be Darius Slay. And having that one shutdown corner is something the Eagles have not had since Asante Samuel, and that was years ago, puts a lot of less pressure on the defensive line. They can now get after the quarterback. They know that the back end can at least hold their ground for a little bit. Losing Malcolm Jenkins' leadership, though, is really going to hurt the Eagles team. I was really upset that they let him go uh, just because of his leadership and what he's done in the Philadelphia community. But adding Slay really helps that Eagles secondary from a coverage standpoint. Now, I, I do believe the Eagles could still get another pass rusher. It's always good to add depth. Uh, the Eagles also definitely need to get another secondary help. Definitely drafting a corner later in this round. And now that the Eagles traded a third and fifth round pick, we have to look at their picks as well. And we'll get into that all next topic. So the Eagles still have needs that they need to fill, and especially on the wide receiver position. Um, for you guys listening to this podcast, if you guys have any names that you guys would recommend, feel free to message me and drop it in the comments section for each of the podcasts, because that would be great. We'll have a great conversation going. Because who, who do you guys think the Eagles do need? Because Robbie Anderson is still a free agent. Um... There's a couple wide receivers that are still in the free agent market that the Eagles could could acquire. I think Robbie Anderson would be a good fit. Now, the Eagles should not overpay Robbie Anderson. Definitely should not overpay him. He's just a speed guy. He's not really, other than speed, he's not really all that. So, I, I, hate, I hate when teams overpay players. Um, I just can't stand it. But speaking of wide receivers, there's a couple guy the receivers that the Eagles missed out on. Apparently, the Eagles, the Texans offered to trade DeAndre Hopkins to the Eagles, but the Eagles thought that the package was too much. I honestly, I would love to know what the package was because the fact that the Arizona Cardinals got DeAndre Hopkins for a washed-up veteran in David Johnson, who sucked on my fantasy team last year, can't stand him. A third, 
a third round pick and I believe a fourth round pick and they also got a fourth round pick for arguably a top three wide receiver of the game. They, they didn't even get a, they didn't give up a first round pick for him. You've got to be kidding me, right? Really? Not even a first round pick for DeAndre Hopkins, but Stefan Diggs, another guy that was traded to the Buffalo Bills from the Minnesota Vikings. The Bills had to give up a first round pick for him. Multiple picks for him. Really? Stefan Diggs is worth a first round pick, but not DeAndre Hopkins. And we all know what happened with Bill O'Brien, because now we're going to transition to this part, and this will be the last part of this first topic, because I really got to get into the draft for you guys, because buckle your seatbelts for that. Bill O'Brien is a complete idiot. He is my weasel of the week. I'm going to continue that trend. Shout out to John Williams and Pat Valio, and also Dante Fantuzzi. All former co-hosts with me, and also I worked on shows with them. We've started Good Apple and Weasel of the Week. Bill O'Brien is an idiot. He is an absolute idiot, and he should be fired from his job. If I'm the president of the Houston Texans, I am firing Bill O'Brien. Apparently, him and DeAndre Hopkins, they had a conversation, and I know this DeAndre Hopkins diffused the situation because he just wants to play football for the Cardinals and really doesn't want drama. I get that and I respect that. But the fact that your coach is going to sit and talk to you and, and, and complain about your baby mamas and how you're living a life of Aaron Hernandez, a guy that, is, that played football while murdering two, multiple people in the offseason. So you're going to compare DeAndre Hopkins who has... Two baby mamas, or multiple baby mamas, I don't even care how many baby mamas he has, to Aaron Hernandez, a murderer. What type of dumb, idiotic, stereotypical nonsense is that? The crazy thing is, Ryan Clark said a great point on ESPN a couple days ago. Tom Brady has multiple baby mamas. Tom Brady has two baby mamas. But you're not going to see anyone judge him. But because DeAndre Hopkins is a black man, people want to stereotype him and stuff. Come on. Get it together, Bill O'Brien. So if I'm the owner, I'm looking at Bill O'Brien's track record. He blew a 24-point lead in a quarter. He got rid of two of your top four players in your franchise two years ago. Didn't get a single first round pick for him. And in fact, gave up two first round picks to get a lineman in Tunsil who is okay. Not worth two first round picks. So based off of his track record, the fact that he still has a job is, as Stephen A. Smith says, blasphemous. It's ridiculous. I'm not even a Texans fan and I'm, I'm pissed off at how idiotic that was. In fact, I tried to create the deal in Madden and I know it's a picture on Twitter. Shout out to the guy that posted on Twitter. I also tried it on my own Madden to see if it would work. It didn't work. They said the trade, you need to give all, you need to give me more for the trade. I was like, it's not, if this trade can't even work in Madden, Madden needs to lower their trade difficulty then. Ridiculous. Bill O'Brien needs to get fired. Again, what he did in Penn State was great after the whole Sandusky scandal. It's very hard to coach a program that literally 
has nothing to strive for and is coming over that is coming from that controversy. But come on, Bill O'Brien. Really? Multiple baby mamas, Aaron Hernandez, being stereotypical. Classic white man for you right there, folks. Pretty, 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 let's be honest. Come on. If DeAndre Hopkins was named Jake Clark or some other generic white name, we all know and had multiple baby mamas, we all know Bill O'Brien would not be saying anything to him. Let's be honest, people. Come on. It's bad. And the fact that he still has a job is even more bad. He, in fact, he signed a multi-year extension. So if I'm Deshaun Watson, I'm going to knock right on his door. And I'm going to tell him, hey, coach, don't resign me. I want out. Trade me. All the... all. The Texans have not shown that they can keep a quality star with their team. Tyron Matthew left the Texans last year. Javion Clowney got traded. Besides J.J. Watt, a white man, the Houston Texans have not taken care of their superstar players and have not treated them like they deserve to be. I'm not saying the fans. I'm saying the Texans organization. It's a joke. Bill O'Brien, lose your job immediately. Well, what do you guys think? Feel free to call into the station and voice your opinion. You can check out, again, Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Just search Swoop Radio on Google, and I'll pop right up. Stick around, guys, So I'm going to get into the Eagles mock draft. I'm going to give you guys position-wise where they should go in the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh round. And also, who they who should they target? But for now, guys, stay stick around. Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the second topic of today's Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. Earlier, I got into some Bill O'Brien talk. I cannot stand Bill O'Brien. I I can't stand him. But now we're going to get to the big part, the meat and potatoes of this podcast. Who are the Eagles going to draft in the NFL draft? And the Eagles, again, as I mentioned earlier, the Eagles acquired Darius Slay for a third and fifth round pick. So before I get started on this mock draft, I'm going to tell you guys that the Eagles currently have eight picks in the 2020 NFL Draft. They did have to give up two to get Darius Slay. But, so here's the picks the Eagles have. In the first round, the Eagles pick 21st. It's their own pick. In the second round, the Eagles pick 53rd. The Eagles have one third round pick, the 103rd overall pick. That is the, the compensatory uh, pick from Nick Foles. So remember when Nick Foles left last offseason, the Eagles got an extra third round pick because of it. Then the Eagles have three fourth round picks. They have the 127th, 145, 145th, and the 146th pick. And then the Eagles have a fifth round pick, 168 overall from the Patriots for the Michael Bennett trade. And then the Eagles got a sixth round pick, 190 from the Falcons, the John, the Jonathan Cyphern trade. That was, that was, that was, Dumb trade, but anyway, so those are all the Eagles' picks. 
So we're going to get started. I'm just going to name a couple names that the Eagles should look at for each round because obviously the Philadelphia Eagles, we need a receiver bad. And as of right now, currently, we did not we did not assess the needs for wide receiver yet. So for the first round of the NFL draft, if I'm the Eagles, I'm going to look at the wide receiver position. Um, it's about time the Eagles make a splash on the offensive side of the ball. I can't even tell you the last time the Eagles drafted. Well, the last time the Eagles drafted a wide receiver in the first round, it was Chip Kelly, and he drafted Nelson Aguilar. Ugh. So the Eagles need to get a splash. Um, so there's some names that I really love the Eagles to get. The Eagles would probably have to trade up for Henry Ruggs III, but he is a speedster, and he can flat out take off and fly. I think the Eagles, for the first round pick, they could trade a couple. They probably could trade two-fourths and possibly a pick next year to move up. Maybe like a couple spots to get him. He's projected top 20. So if the Eagles could get to about around that range, move up probably like four or five spots, the Eagles would be in in a great position to get him. But who knows where he's going to go because all these draft projections and stuff, who knows, all that draft day and everything goes in the dust. But the Eagles do have the 21st pick, and this is a very deep wide receiver draft. They could also trade out of the first round, get multiple second round picks, and possibly get one of my targets in the second round uh, that the Eagles could possibly get. But in the first round, if they're staying at 21, I would get Jefferson from LSU. He, he's, he was a great target for, for Joe Burrow. He's going to be right there at 21 for the Eagles. You don't have to trade up or trade down to get him, uh, especially now with the combine and stuff. He ran a 4.5 combine speed. That is fast. That's faster than what you got on the outside. So adding him would be a great addition in the first round. But the Eagles still have holes to fill. Um, and then what I was thinking for the second round pick for the Eagles, uh, they, need to, they need to address the cornerback position. I know that they got Darius Slay on one side, but adding a cornerback or adding a guy in the secondary would be great. The Eagles could possibly go in other directions. They can go with safety late in the round. I have a couple good safeties in mind. I know Jalen Mills is going to move to the safety position, but that's going to take some that's going to take some transition period. So if the Eagles could add depth in that secondary, that's well needed. Um, so the Eagles, I was thinking Christian uh, Fulton from the LSU Tigers. Again, another LSU guy. They were the national champions. They were great from top to bottom. So I, I really I really think that that would be a great fit for the Eagles uh, with that second round pick. He'll be right there. Um, some other honorable mentions. Um, Clemson Tigers, their cornerback. Um, so there's just, there's just some other other names, but I really think the Eagles position-wise should go offense first round, second round go to the defensive side of the ball. They really need to make a, st- a splash. Uh, if the Eagles trade out of the first round and get multiple seconds, uh, the Penn State wide receiver is a great, I believe he is a great um, addition for um, the Eagles. And some some other men- some some other honorable mentions uh, named uh, could be as I, as I'm looking his name and and obviously more defensive back but safety wise I really think the Eagles need to go position wise defensive backs and they also need to go wide receivers 
So depending on the round it goes, I would go position wise. Wide receiver first round, defensive back, pass rusher, whatever you need on the defensive side of the ball second round. Third round go wide receiver. Again, get two receivers, get a speedster. I mentioned in a couple podcasts, uh, one of the receivers from Baylor ran a 4-2. And he's going to be late in the round because he really doesn't have a lot of like good hands, but he can fly. The Eagles can get him in the third round. And they have three fourth-round picks. So in the fourth round, you can go safety. There's some other guys, a couple good safeties from Notre Dame. Uh, Gilman from Notre Dame. Um, he's a good guy to have. Some other safeties I have in the fourth round, Jordan Fuller from Ohio State, another guy, 6'2", 205, Tanner, Tanner Muse from, from Clemson, another guy in the fourth round. So the Eagles can go so many options. I also would add some depth at running back as well because Corey Clement left. Uh, the Eagles could possibly get so a running back that I have in mind is as I'm trying to just double check. So the Eagles could possibly get um, Eno Benjamin from Arizona State late in the draft. He ran over 1,000 yards. Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin, another guy the Eagles can consider at running back. Um, Again, he's probably going to be later in the draft, even though he had a great season. But he does fumble the ball a lot. That's that's why he would fall in the draft. Um, So these are some other guys. Cam Akers, running back position-wise, that the Eagles could look at. Um, but I really, I really think wide receiver position, that's what the Eagles need to do. And here's some guys that I have the Eagles could consider later in the round. So you have Isaiah Hodgins from Oregon State, 6'4", 210. He can absolutely fly as well. You have Colin Johnson from Texas, from the Texas um, University, another speedster. And uh, the passing rating on deep targets for him. He's number one receiver, passing rating compared to Cody Lamb and Jalen Rager and other guys Eagles should look at. Donovan Peoples-Jones from Michigan. Uh, some other names. I'm just, I'm just flipping. I'm just thinking of everything the Eagles need position-wise because I can't really give you guys specific like picks and what teams to draft. In the NFL draft, so many things are going to happen. I can only just mention names. So I mentioned five or six wide receivers that the Eagles could target for you guys there in the rounds. But I really think early, Eagles need to go big splash wide receiver first round. And if you guys agree or disagree, feel free to call into the station and also voice your opinion as well. I would love to hear some more names and some more options because it's very hard trying to figure out what specifically the Eagles should draft. I know position-wise, the Eagles could add depth in that offensive line as well because Vitae going to the Lions really hurts. So the Eagles could get a, a possibly, like, like sort of like what they did with Jason Kelsey in the fourth round. Jason Kelsey was a fourth-round pick. Getting that added depth at the offensive line is not really going to start right away, but then eventually groom, you can groom him and blossom him into a legit lineman. So position-wise, Eagles need to go wide receiver first round, defensive back second round, defensive back or pass rusher, third round another wide receiver, and then you have three fourths. With those fourth round picks, get a lineman, get get a safety, and possibly get maybe even a running back with those three picks. Fifth round, I would lean towards maybe another lineman or pass rusher. You can never have enough linemen or pass rushers in the in the NFL that you need to win the lines. That's football 101. 
And then in the sixth round, fifth, sixth rounds, I would either go possibly maybe even a backup quarterback in the fifth or sixth round, and then possibly another um, another wide receiver or skill position. I think that's the way the Eagles would go in the draft. Again, if you guys agree or disagree, feel free to call into the station. Check out Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and more. Hopefully, I'm in the process. Maybe I'll even get someone on the show to give their opinion on what they think about what, what the Eagles should do. But before I conclude this topic, I'm going to grade the Eagles offseason so far. I'll give the Eagles a solid B so far. They got Darius Slay. They got the big splash. They got they, I know they signed a lineman from the Steelers. They have great defensive linemen. I know Malik Jackson's going to be coming back, ready for vengeance and hungry. So the Eagles' defensive line is going to be solid. They have Slay on the back end. They do lose Jenkins. They did lose Vitae. They did lose Clement. They did lose... Uh, we're still waiting to see what they're going to do with Alshon Jeffrey and Aguilar, even though I know Aguilar is not... No way they're going to come back next year. So I would give the Eagles offseason so far a B because of the Slay acquisition. But again, check me out on Instagram and Twitter. All you have to do is search Swoop Radio underscore. And check me out on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and more. Um, Stick around, guys. I'm going to get into a quick segment about Tom Brady. I'm going to end the show with Tom Brady. I apologize, guys. I got ahead of myself. But you guys listen to Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and anchor.fm. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, welcome to the third and final topic of today's Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. As I mentioned earlier, I'm going to end today's podcast with my good apple of the week, and I'm going to end it with Sir Tom Brady. Tom Brady has officially signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He announced on his Instagram today, this morning, Thursday morning, Tom Brady is officially as official a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, and this was a great football decision for him, which is why he's my good apple of the week. He is now, he's going from a situation in New England where his only target was Julian Edelman. He lost Gronk because Gronk retired to now having Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, two receivers that caught well over a thousand yards last year. They're one of few teams to do that last season. Tom Brady is going to have a plethora of targets to throw to. OJ Howard, you have... Jones, you have a great, decent, good, solid offensive line. I know he said like five different vocabulary terms there. I apologize. And you have a defense that ranks top five in the NFL in defensive rating or something. I looked it on ESPN, something, some ridiculous stat that the analytics of sports has taken over. The Buccaneers would have been a playoff team last year if their quarterback didn't throw 30 interceptions. They also have a well, great and well-developed coaching staff in Bruce Arians. That's the perfect situation to be in. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are a legit title contender. 
adding Tom Brady at quarterback. I get to see Tom Brady go up against Matt Ryan twice and Drew Brees twice. Oh, man, it's great. And then we got to figure out where Cam Newton's going to go. I love it. Football just got a whole lot better. And Tom Brady made the best football decision. Now, I am sad because it is an end of an era. 20 years with New England, six championships, nine Super Bowl appearances. I believe over 12 championship game appearances. I know Manning beat Brady 2-1 in the title games. They played each other three times for the Super Bowl. No, four times to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, Manning was 3-1 against Brady in the title game. So that, that's, that, that's always an interesting stat. But Tom Brady is clearly the GOAT. This is reminding everyone, I know I was very little at the time, but when Michael Jordan went to the Wizards, it's sort of like Brady going to the Buccaneers. It's just not, it, does, it just doesn't seem right because he's been with the Patriots for so long. But I know Bills fans are celebrating. I know their mayor even announced, he was like, I know Tom Brady left, guys, but we still have to keep, we, we have to keep the social contact down and celebrating your houses in groups of less than 10. So it was great. It's a, it was, it's a great week of football, especially in a time where the virus is just killing. I haven't watched basketball in weeks. I haven't watched baseball. I usually watch spring training now. Like, I hate it. I'm supposed to run a Little League social media page, and I can't even do that now because it's canceled. So like, this virus has affected all of our lives. But Tom Brady going to Tampa Bay is a great move for him. And it just spikes up the NFL and it makes the NFC so much more interesting. The AFC, you're going to have Lamar Jackson. You're going to have Patch Mahomes. It's going to be a two-team race. And then you're going to have the Bills and other teams up and coming. The Texans, ugh, ugh, they just ruined it. The Texans would have kept DeAndre Hopkins out of it. Interesting, but that's not the point. Tom Brady going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I I honestly think Tom Brady is the reason why he's still playing football is because he's trying to catch Drew Brees and, and become the number one passer in yards and touchdowns. He's only six passing TDs behind Drew Brees, and he's also 3,000 yards behind Drew Brees. I know, I know this will probably be Drew Brees' final year. I can definitely see that. I know Brees signed a two-year deal, but I believe the last year is an option, just like he did last year. So could this be the end of the road for Drew Brees? But at least for this season... We get to see Tom Brady and Drew Brees go at it twice a year. So it's great. Great for the game. Great for Tom Brady and great for Tampa Bay. They are, they have the worst winning percentage in the NFL. It'll take, <laughs> they did the math. It would take Tom Brady, I believe, a decade or possibly two decades of what he did in the Patriots to get them to at least 500. But we all know that's not going to happen. So it's a great move for Tom Brady, great move for the NFL, and I'm excited. The Buccaneers are legit title contenders, and Brady wants to prove to everyone that he can win without Bill Belichick. If he wins another Super Bowl, all that talk about if it's Brady or Belichick, it would go, everyone's going to lean heavily towards Brady if he wins another Super Bowl. I, I think, and I'm going to lead, I'm going to post some polls that I will mention next week's podcast. One of my polls questions is going to be, where do you see where, where do you see the Bucks going? How far do you, how far do you guys see the Bucks going this year? I think they'll make the playoffs. I don't think they'll go to the Super Bowl with Tom Brady's first year, but I think that they'll get very close 
at least an NFC title game, I believe. But that's another discussion for today. But again, you guys listen to Swoop Radio on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and on social media. Just search Swoop Radio and I'll pop right up. Have a wonderful day out there, guys. Have a great weekend. Be safe, especially with this virus. Stay home and relax and listen to Swoop Radio, obviously. But for now, this is Josh signing off. Swoop!